With the global elites attempting to control how the nearly 8 billion people of the world should live their lives, there are freedom and liberty-focused people that believe we should live and let live, and some of them are dedicating their efforts to making that a reality. One such individual is Vit Jedlicka, president of the Free Republic of Liberland, a very small sovereign state located between Croatia and Serbia on the west bank of the Danube River. It's not a joke. It's real. And we've got Vit here today to discuss the hows and whys of forming a nation and how you can become a founding father or mother. All hail Liberland on episode number 621 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Greetings, citizens of the world, and welcome to the Bad Crypto Podcast, the show for the crypto curious and the crypto serious. I am Sir Lord Joel Com, and that is Sir Lord Travis Wright. Future congressman of uh, <laughs> Liberland, which you'll find out during this episode. Um, highly honored, and uh, I can just see I'm going to start manifesting it now. And I think you guys are going to enjoy this one right here because you know how we're always ranting about that pesky liberty stuff mm -hmm. and how, like, we should be free and, like, you know, the, these pesky elites running things and all of that and how we're, you know, all bothered by that. We're, you know, we're, 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 we're conspiracy theorists. I am. I'm a, I'm a conspiracy realist with a high, high track record. And, um, yeah, I love it. This right here is a fun episode. We, uh, we had a great conversation. And you're already, you already have your e-residency. My e-residency is hopefully on the way. I, I'm all set. I've got my e-residency. I've got my card. I'm a card carrying e-residency. Merit points already. I got merits. They're not dumb merits. They're those merits. They're D's nuts merits. They're um, D's is mine's merits. And <laughs> uh, and and we're making a mark, you know, in uh, the future of uh, what could be a a true movement of nations movement of nations i love the idea i think it's it's really cool and the the plot of land it's way better than sea lands uh land <laughs> sea land has like this uh i don't even know it's like an object that's coming out of the sea near ireland <laughs> you can look at it sea land the the municipality you know don't dis don't dis sea land we are knights i know i'm just land. saying like I want to go there and like see my motherland, but it's like a, an oil tanker. See, Sealand put the sir legitimately in our names. So, That's true. That is you true. Know, thank you. you. Thank you, Sealand. I love you guys. I think we should start trying to think about taking over parts of Ireland. <laughs> Do it. So Maybe there's a place there, mateys, that, that they don't be needing. Uh, during this interview, we we had uh, Vit with his uh, his his young children. So there's a couple times that we uh, we had to pause the recording, but you know, live and let live, and that means fathering. Uh, you know, that's it's a duty that never ends. And when you've got kids, their duty never ends either. It seems like you're always changing diapers. Well, eventually their duty does end. Um, I remember my son was so. Uh, rebellious about going to the toilet he was like no and then he would just he knew he had to go and then he would just run behind the chair and just take a big old dump and then he'd be like ah but then that one <laughs> the first time he ever decided to go to the bathroom and take a dump he was so proud i actually had to take a photo and he's standing there with his arms crossed all smiling with the turd in the toilet <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure that he's really happy that you're telling this so story i'm gonna post well. that on social media today yeah. and, and shortly thereafter you taught him about corn <laughs> <laughs> i think he discovered corn the very first time he's like what is that when did i eat corn daddy all righty well let's let's move on to uh, the notions of freedom and liberty here's this <laughs> Trav, do you have any idea how many nations in the world are recognized? How many are recognized? I think it's yeah. like 190 something, 192 maybe. I don't know how many. I think it's like how many was in the Olympics. 
but then North Korea doesn't count because they don't have the, I don't know, less than 200, I think. Uh, so I just looked it up, 193. And by uh-huh. recognize, we mean, you know, the United Nations, that uh, man-made organization uh-huh. you know, that decides whether or not somebody's recognized. But there are, um, I would guess, hundreds of unrecognized nations out there. Uh, a lot of them are just, they're a joke, right? They're not actually made to to be anything. But then there are those that have a, a real territory and, and real purpose. And one that it had, came to our attention years ago um, and is substantive is the Free Republic of Liberland. It is a sovereign state located between Croatia and Serbia on the West Bank of the Danube River. And it's not a big piece of land, but it's a land. And the president of Liberland, and I'm going to let's see if I can not butcher his name. First name's easy, Vit. Last name, Yedlichka. How did I do, Vit? You're doing great. You're doing great. Amazingly great. It's great to be with you guys. Yeah, welcome to the Bad Crypto Podcast. Uh, crypto's not bad. We are. and uh, But you, you make it better. So we're glad that we finally got to have you on the show. Give us a little bit of background. Before one declares a piece of land, a sovereign state, what does one do with their lives? How did you get here? I was campaigning probably for like 15 years in Czech Republic in different ways, you know, political activism, education mainly. We had more than 20 million views on our channels, uh, but also politics in Czech Republic to make it freer country, lower the taxes, you know, make lesser regulations. But at some point I realized it's futile. Like people actually don't really want more freedom or majority. And in democracy, if majority people doesn't want more freedom, you're not going to get more freedom. You're always going to get more socialism. And, and at some point I also realized it might be much easier to start the country than changing an existing one. Uh, so we decided to go on that path. We were expecting that maybe 20,000 people will apply for the citizenship and we got 20,000 in like first couple of hours. So it was a huge start and that estimate was actually going the right direction. Wow. So so how many citizens are we sitting at now there in Liberland? Well, we've got 780,000 applications for citizenship and uh, we are only giving citizenship to people that actually show up and they seriously support Liberland. So it is one out of thousands of people that applied actually that got citizenship after all. Uh, but the amount of e-residence is a couple of thousands more. And uh, the interest is huge. We Every single day, we still get a couple hundred new people applying for citizenship. So this is a this is a piece of land that, you know, is between two countries. And, and how does how does it not become declared by one nation or the other so that, you know, somebody else could walk in and go, we declare this, you know, to be our uh, a micro nation? Well, first of all, we are not micronation in terms of basically people that want to be nationals or are nationals of Liberland. We give everybody that applies for citizenship, basically the nationality, but citizenship is a different story. We're bigger than Iceland or Malta, right? So in, in, that, uh, in that sense, we are no longer in the bracket of micronation. We're a, a mid-sized nation by now. And uh, how to do it? Well, when Liberland started, we got... We got an answer from the foreign ministry of Serbia that they don't mind creation of Liberland on this territory. And there is no other country that was claiming this territory. So this situation was very unique. We actually, uh, you know, we found a piece of land that was unclaimed by any other country and is actually unclaimed until today. We have some challenges with Croatia. That's a different story. But but politically or, or legally, this situation with Liberland was very special. Let, let me let me do a quick follow up there, because you said you're not a micronation is, is being a micronation have to do with the number of citizens or the size of the area? Well, microstate is probably about the size of the area. Micronation is about number of citizens. OK, so if something is micro, that's very small. We're considered microstate. We're third biggest country or third, third smallest, sorry, uh, third smallest country in the world right after Vatican and Monaco. Uh, 
we are roughly the size of Gibraltar. Uh, so from that perspective, we are small, but in terms of potential nationals, I think the, you know, the, the real potential is much higher than around 1 million that we've got now. I think there are much more liberal lenders around the world. We just need to find them and attract them uh, to become citizens. Just to be clear, the, the area itself is um, 2.7 square miles for those of you on the uh, imperial system here. Exactly seven square kilometers, almost precisely. And it's a heart-shaped territory. Like what, what else you want to get? That's very good. Yes, you can see it's right there. Um, it, it's like Croatia. Then you have the Danube River. And then on the other side of the Danube is Serbia. So you got like some nice little, uh, some, some nice property right there. Has there been anything, are, is there infrastructure being built there in Liberland? Is there like, like hotels or any, any sort of stuff like that being built currently? Because all the maps that I've seen, it looks like it's like, like forested land. Well, we're doing three things right now. We're building fleet of ships and houseboats to settle Liberland from the Danube River. We're also building a village called the Ark, uh, which is right next to Liberland on the Serbian side of the river, which is our settlement base. And we are also right now a completely new project, building basically number of tiny houses that we want to bring in from the Croatia side. Uh, so these three separate projects are ongoing and we are also preparing a full floating man festival, which is happening actually exactly one month from now. Uh, and that, that is the biggest yearly gathering of Liberlanders. And we are getting ready to set the Liberland also with this event. And we had, we had a bit of a problem with COVID and all the restriction last two years. So this year will be much bigger and much better. And of course, you're invited to come. The fl floating man. So floating this man, is yes, that's the name of the festival. We've got the third year of that ah, event going to happen that. in one month from now. Well, this Not Burning I, Man. No, it's floating. Uh, it does, floating. So in Burning Man, at the end of the festival, they, they burn him, right? The, the, in Floating Man, do they does he drown or what happens to the, the guy? <laughs> <laughs> he's he's going to be floating, and uh, actually, the reference is to uh, to well, old Indian uh, theological ideas or, or spiritual ideas. Uh, so it has a bit of a reference to to Burning Man, but on the other hand, it really is a spiritual term, and uh, we're referring to that one. But uh, what we're planning to do is to uh, make sure that uh, you know that we are basically building a city, floating city. On uh, uh, on the Liberland territory, which is why it's called Floating Man. I love it. So you, that that would be Sinking Man, Joel. If you're doing yeah, the that's, I'm sorry, you're right. Sinking Man. Floating is different than sinking. It is it is? You're correct. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that acknowledgement. Yeah. I want to I want to ask I want to ask about this bit. So uh, doing some background research, as we like to do on guests, we like to dive in and kind of you know hear, hear some backstory and kind of learn about you and. And so I, uh, so back when you were younger, you read a book by, I believe, Frederic Bastiat, The Law, and you said that changed your life. And I probably messed up his name, but t tell us about that book. What does it mean to you? And, you know, how does it apply to Liberland today? Well, you know, like probably most of the people that get born, you want to be somehow useful. And I was looking for that purpose uh, for quite some time. And, uh, you know, when I when I read his book, I understood that that's my purpose, that I really want to make world freer place, because this book really defines what, what is nation states. Uh, and it was written 250 years ago by one member of the French parliament, Frédéric Bastiat, and you did a good, good work on spelling. And it just spills out in a, such a clear way what's going on in the modern states how basically the law, instead of uh, being a tool of justice and being a tool of, um, you know, of making sure that the society prospers, it has become a tool of greed and it has become a tool of greed for both mm. rich and poor uh, because they literally use the, the state as a laundering machine for, for the money and for the distribution of welfare mm. for, from one side to another. And that, that really is the main reason why countries are, some countries are poor and some, part, uh, some countries are rich because they simply try to subsidize themselves into prosperity, which is impossible. So what is your vision for a nation? What would, you know, how would a nation like this run that would be different from 
what we experience in the rest of the world? Well, there are two things that we want to achieve with Liberland. If you remember, there was separation of church and and uh, uh, Christianity or ch- church and state, which was a very important separation of powers. The church has stopped being a major political force. We want to achieve separation of economy and the state. So the state doesn't regulate the economic activity and uh, doesn't you know, run things. So Liberland really is limited to just three basic roles taking care of security, diplomacy, and finance, basically. And uh, that's it. We don't want the state to, to do anything else, running hospitals or, or school system. I think that all should be part of the, of the private system or private entrepreneurship. And, uh, and the other thing, which I believe is very important, is that we want to make sure that there are only voluntary taxes in Liberland. And that whenever you pay those voluntary taxes, you get more decision-making power, which I think it's completely natural. And to me, it's very strange why that phenomenon hasn't taken, uh, you know, hasn't really been run in any country in the world. So those are two innovations. The first one is really not an innovation. I mean, that was how United States started. But the second one, I believe, is an innovation. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, a long time ago here in the U.S., you had to be a landowner, right, to, to have a vote. So there's there's an investment in that, that the people who own the, the property and, and have an investment in the country are the ones that should be determining, you know, it's like, all right, if I'm paying, if I'm paying taxes, then I get a say in how that money is spent. We don't really, we, you know, we claim to have that here in the U.S. with the representative republic, but it's become so corrupt that the needs of the people really aren't tended to it's in the needs of select interest groups that are being tended to. Exactly. That's what, what Bastiat, you know, if you read the book, it's only 50 pages. What he was able to describe is just like he wrote it yesterday, right? There's a whole uh, notion that you're reading a book that is 250 years old, completely eradicates after a couple of lines. And, uh, and he was so well-versed. There are also a couple other great books by him, but I think nobody has ever beaten Frederick Bastiat in explaining how the how badly the, the political systems are working, because again, it's a big laundry machine for uh, for special interest rather than being a tool of governance and uh, a tool for more prosperity in the country. You know, it seems um, that 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 most civilizations seem to end by people with power and control sort of people come in and they're just like, we want all this power. We want all this control. These, these, these sort of, these type of people become the politicians, it seems historically. And eventually the, the, something happens where the economics fail or something. And then the people revolt or historically you have, you know, uh, the, the 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 hoodlums coming in and and the, the barbarians kind of coming in and destroying destroying it all. Uh, you're just looking at I was I actually last night I was watching a bunch of stuff on ancient civilizations and it was really interesting to to kind of make that correlation is that greed, power, and control always seem to end up corrupting the good system. And so. What do we need to do as a civilization to kind of break that trend, do you think? Because it seems like what Liberland is doing, it's, it's moving in the right direction. But how do we expand that and to the scale of like the World Economic Forum? Because it has such a grasp on everything. Every control mechanism in the world is controlled by a lot of those leaders that have come through the World Economic Forum. So I guess my question is, like, how do we fix this? Leading by a good example and showing that this is the best model for statehood for the new millennium is the best way to go. Actually, this year, it was the first year when I was able to present on official site event of the, of the in Davos, which was kind of great. Uh, but of course, like what we are push, where we are pushing the world is completely different uh, than where, where most of the attendees of the World Economic Forum want to see it. Uh, but it's great that, that you know, that our ideas are already listened, at least listened to by some uh, in these circles and that we already got a couple of supporters uh, that are influential in this field. So step by step, we're pushing the idea forward. And, uh, and you know, I hope that, again, that the fact that Liberland will be the most prosperous country in foreseeable future is the best way how to 
how to basically push the idea uh, to other states or how to make them adopt it because it simply works. You know, the United Nations being as corrupt of an organization as it is, is there even an interest in being, uh, quote unquote, recognized or you just want to be left alone to do your thing? And it, it doesn't matter whether or not the other nations of the world put you on the recognized list. Well, we do work quite hard around the world. We have 100 representative offices in 100 countries that are on the mission of getting liberal and recognized. So you see, we have got another 90 left. Uh, so if, if you look up our website, you can see which countries are covered and which countries need some representation. Uh, and we actually do have diplomatic relations with some eight countries as of today. And we've got already a partial recognition from a couple of these countries and we're working uh, to finalize now very important new recognition this year, which we started in the spring. So, you know, we are taken seriously by the powers that be. We are influential player and we are already able to also help some countries. For example, the first country that uh, Liberland got recognized by was Somaliland and uh, we are helping them uh, on their way to recognition. Uh, so, so, yes, we would actually probably appreciate being observatory member. We don't need to be a regular member of the UN. Uh, and of course, there is a lot of uh, fishy stuff going on on these levels of power, because as we know, and Lord Acton said it very well, power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. So the higher you look, the more likely you are to find some corruption. Uh, but uh, on the other hand, we, I'm also you know, very fine if we are just let alone. And that's something we're trying to get this year uh, from Croatia. And basically, we don't need anything else. I, I think I maybe have, a, I have the, the, the true life hack for you guys to do, because this is 2022. All you got to do is contact the UN and, and, and you got to say it like this. Uh, we identify as a country. Uh, and then that should probably work. Is it? <laughs> Have you tried that? Bit? Have you? I mean, you know, they're, they're really cool uh, history uh, lessons. I don't know if you saw the uh, Rose Island story. That's a very good Netflix movie on, on, a, on a startup country close to Italy. Rose Island, huh? Yeah, that, that's a really good one. You know what's but interesting, though? You just that you just hit hit a word. Like, every country was once a startup country, right? And so, like, in who's a way, to determine yes. who's in a way, country yes, you know, and it's, it's funny how, you know, the, even the founders of U.S. were labeled as terrorists at some point, right? Mm, that is wild. I have a question. Uh, guys, your, I'm really plan. sorry. I'm really sorry. Right. You know, my, my fathering uh, duties came to be, oh. and I will probably need like five minutes. So I will have to okay. get back to you. Okay, quickly. perfect. And through the miracle of stopping uh, the recording for just a moment, Vit went and tended to his fatherly duties, and now we're back. And um, everything okay over there, Vit? Yes, okay, okay. But Okay, good. Go ahead, Trev. My mother is, the mother is singing. Right. Somewhere with the core, and I am doing my fatherly business. Very nice. Very nice. So I'm going through the uh, the brochure. And if you go to Liberland.org, you can see there is a Liberland brochure on the website. And I'm looking at your urban planning of this thing. It's kind of your future, the design, the futuristic design. It looks like a space age water park kind of thing. So are you just building like a badass new Disneyland or what? Well, I really like this design. Of course, it was something like a golf course uh, design and, and some really cool towers. Uh, but we, if you go and type into Google Liberland Metaverse, you will see probably more than 300 major um, mainstream articles around the world. Uh, there is actually a quite good article by CNN written about it as well. Uh, we teamed up with Zahadid this year and we finalized our urban design for the center of Liberland and we turned it into walkable space. So we could actually meet there for this interview and do the recording as well. Uh, so we, we have a pretty decent design by actually one of the most popular world architectural studios in the world, Zahadid. Yeah, this looks really cool. It's definitely uh, got this futuristic feel to it. So 
the principles that you know you're founding on um, are very closely tied to the principles of cryptocurrency and blockchain and why Bitcoin was created. So how you know when did you make that connection? Have you been in Bitcoin for a long time? And and what is Liberland's response to that going to be as far as integrating cryptocurrency? Yeah, well, from day one we decided to adopt uh, Bitcoin as a main reserve currency. And that it was in 2015. So I think it was a very good decision when Bitcoin was 250. And, uh, and we're working hard to, you know, build our own cryptocurrency ecosystem. But guys, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, I will have to. Fatherly duties to... call once again. It's, you know, it's not a problem. There's uh, children are a part of life. And, uh, you know, it's yeah. a privilege to be a I'm father. Happy, and if know, we get a little noise, they're both great. no big and deal. It's a lot of fun with him. And I'm actually spending some time on a, on a summer camp. Nice. Here they are three and five, but they're both mm. sweethearts. Joel has to stop the show sometimes for me when I'm a little too childish. It's so true. it's cool. Like, we're used to Travis, it. shut up. <laughs> All right, we're gonna pause, get Travis under control. <laughs> All right, Travis, ask your amazing question. Well, I did ask the amazing question about the uh the futuristic design of it and the urban planning. I think that is pretty interesting. Let's talk about the citizen documents, I guess, right? So, you know, when, when you become a citizen and you said there'll be, maybe talk about that, how many citizens, I think you touched on it earlier, but now that we've learned a little bit more information, how many total citizens will there be? And like, I know that I've, I have applied, I paid my, you know, $150 or whatever for the, for the certificate, the passport or whatever, and the e-residency card. And so, what does that entail and how do you how do you get approved what is what can you do to give yourself a better chance to being a being approved as a citizen well right now you have actually 50 merits in order to become a regular citizen you need to accumulate 5000 uh, but we can actually have much more uh, much more citizens than than the tokenomic model, model there can be actually 14000 voting citizens but there can be unlimited number of citizens vote but we wanted to make sure that basically the polity or like the city of Liberland or the decision-making power is doesn't get too split and that only the people that have serious interest in mm -hmm. have to get their own master note in the network and, and accumulate these 5,000 merits. Okay, so this goes back to the, the crypto. Is the merit the Liberland... Uh, currency then? Well, Liberland is basically the share of the state. It's the token that represents the sovereignty of Liberland, including everything that it has as a country. Uh, then we actually have also Liberland dollar, which works for the stability of the network or security of the network. And that works very similar way like Polkadot token. Mm -hmm. These two tokens that we are just about to launch. I just came out of the call, like the final call with developers and with designers, and uh, and everything is lined up to be launched uh, during this floating man festival. Oh, so, is there going to be some and, sort uh, of token raise? You know, is that part of the goal here that there's an initial country offering an ICO? Well, we are not doing basically anything else than what we have done from beginning of Liberland, but we are actually finally making it completely transparent and completely on blockchain. So in a way, yes, right now, uh, the, the whole system will be basically like initial country offering, but, uh, but we're literally following the full, same footsteps that we have done from beginning. That means everybody that contributes to Liberland gets merits that basically are appropriate to the market value of their help and that becomes their voting power inside of the system. But right now, of course, these tokens will be listed on exchanges and they will be tradable, which is quite exciting. So far, we have had the parity with the US dollar and now the market will decide what the value of Liberland is. Oh. I love it. I love it. I think it's I think it's really interesting and you're doing something so unique. No one else around the world is doing anything like it. I think there might be some people who are trying to do some island type stuff somewhere in the in the Caribbean. I've I've read about 
but um, this is this is really interesting. So, how long until the uh, you think the the futuristic design will be ready to go? How long until people can go to Liberland and actually you know participate and hang out there? Is it, do you have like a how long of a development are we talking? Five years, ten years? Well, first of all, I hope you'll come and hang out in Liberland with us in August. That's the first time we can hang out on these uh, houseboats that we're building. So physically, oh, these houseboats. You know, the, okay. the, the place is there and we can already hang out on the river next to okay. it in the decent facilities, which is the first step. But of course, this whole situation in terms of building depends on how fast are we able to stabilize our relations with Croatia, which seems to be a, a, a small obstacle on our way. But on the other hand, uh, you know, like what kind of country building would it be if there were no obstacles? Uh, so we're quite happy that Croatia at this stage protects our borders, especially the borders between Croatia and Liberland. Mm -hmm. uh, but we need to make sure that whenever we build something in the future, it's not going to be destroyed or damaged by, by Croatians. And uh, we want to make sure that we have very friendly and very open uh, relations with Croatia. Uh, we would love to have open borders with them in the future as well, but those are those are the challenges lying ahead of this first decentralized autonomous government that we're building. Mm. What you know, what what kind of uh, feedback are you getting from them? Are they taking you seriously? Or are they reserving the right to say, "Oh no, we're going to take claim to this land"? What's the, what are the big obstacles? Well. Their initial claim was that we are internet joke and that changed only after like 11 days after we started the country because they could see thousands of, and thousands of people coming and they could see the huge uh, media coverage. So they take us quite seriously. And I like that because that's a form of recognition as well. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, recognition itself has different, different stages. And, uh, and I'm quite happy that they actually do take us seriously and that we also have quite a lot of Liberlanders that are directly involved inside of Croatia with helping us to make sure that the idea is well presented and that things are moving forward the right direction. So there are a number of Liberlanders living in Croatia and they're on the highest places of government at, at the same time. And that, that is very helpful uh, for, for the future of the country. We, now, for us, it's the time to really do a good job on the presentation of the economic benefits and social benefits that Liberland will have on the future of Croatia as a country as well. So I have a question about, um, you know, the, the government there. And, you know, are you guys voted in? Are you there forever? Are you like, I'm the king of Liberland? And I think you might need to watch out for Bogoslaw Wozniak. He might want to do a coup is he looks like he might want to be president someday. So you might want to watch him back. <laughs> no, Bogey is our vice president. And what we actually <laughs> did and, and how, and he's a great guy, by the way, you know, he also works on high places in U.S. Um, establishment. And he is, he is reconnecting us with the right people uh, in the U.S., which is strategic country for us in terms of moving forward diplomatically. But anyway, you know, the, the ways that elections are done now in Liberland and with the launch of this blockchain governance is that every 90 days, uh, all the married holders, all the citizens that have paid taxes are able to select new government. But uh, they don't even have to select anybody. They can directly vote with they, their shares. So either they basically select their congressman and the congressman votes for them, or they can they can keep on basically representing themselves directly, which I think it's quite cool. So we are not just basically corporate-like structure, but we have also these elements of referendum, which basically takes in the best elements of democracy. And uh, we are meritocracy in the true uh, name of that word. So we are combining, I would say, the best political elements into the most actionable government that we can create. Mm. I see here that the Principality of Sealand has uh, given support for Liberland, according to Wikipedia, if that's correct. And don't know if you know this, but uh, Travis and I, uh, we are actually Sir Lord Joel and Sir Lord Travis. We are recognized knights of Sealand. That, that's, that's great. That's great. And I've been invited to their 50th anniversary. And as of last year, there was a big delegation uh, that was headed by uh, by the German, our German representative, Kolja Spori. He was able to get around 30 guests to come directly to the platform. So 
that was fun. Uh, but uh, I just wish the whole Sealand story was was done a little bit, I would say, more professionally. And that way, you know, we would have a serious diplomatic partner. Right. Uh, but but on the other hand, I'm just happy that they're there and they they still prosper. It's like an or it's like a like an oil rig or something in the middle of the ocean kind of a thing. It's like a decrepit thing. Well, I'm curious. So, what do we got to do? Joel and I have to do to get an order of merit of the Star of Lieberland because it seems to me like we're sirs and we're lords. We're just missing that now. <laughs> well, you have to do something really significant for well, the we have the we have attained the highest special merit in professional field of and performance of podcasting. And so <laughs> that, that's crypto. awesome. That's oh, awesome. Yeah. And very humanitarian. We should get some, should get humanitarian get humanitarian some merits part. for that. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> let's talk about getting Liberland recognized by some of the country where you have friends. Yeah, well, we have friends in high places. Um, we are so, the Republic of Bad Cryptopia. That's and true. We, dis- we bestow upon you the highest order of merit, but you don't get anything. So we, we, we recognize you. Uh, yes, so, you get so both, NFT. <laughs> I did. Um, I did go ahead and sign up for e-residency. I have my card. I showed you a bit before we uh, came on. I am a gold member. It uh, looks like a mugshot on my card, but it's a very nice card. And I received a package in the mail with a welcome letter, um, a little flag. I've got your flag in here and a very nice professionally done pamphlet. Uh, you guys can see the PDF of the pamphlet online, but this is a nice little book. So I'm looking at the flag here. And I see, uh, looks like, uh, I don't know, those apples. What's, what am I looking at here on the flag? Why these colors and, and why this symbolism? That's a tree of prosperity, actually. Okay. And uh, there is the bird of liberty. And there is a sign of the fact that we are a positive and shining project. And then, then there is the Danube River. So these elements are there. And maybe then the colors, uh, black and yellow, maybe looks familiar to you. Uh, but, uh, you know, like we, we say that basically the black comes for limited government or some say even anarchy. But no, our case, it's limited, very limited government and yellow comes for free markets. You know, very Bitcoin reminiscent, nudge, nudge, nod, nod, wink, wink. Uh, it's just missing one thing on there. Um, I just want to see like a big middle finger to <laughs> on the flag <laughs> to uh, the centralized powers of the world. You might yeah, well, <laughs> well, we're trying to be nice, you know, and that, that's yeah. the thing which I had to really change my rhetorics from the previous life. And uh, the, the, the thing about being diplomatic is being nice, but it also <laughs> comes down to the fact that at some point you realize that it doesn't make any sense to fight with existing establishment. It's just much better to ignore them and build your own thing. Yeah, you didn't want to come out like, screw you, we're Liberland, bitches. <laughs> yeah. F all y'all, then there's the new kids in town. Uh, suck it. Like you do that, they're coming after you with bombs and they're gonna like destroy your little water park. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, but we also don't need to do that, you know. We just focus <laughs> on the nice thing, which is kind of cool. I, I had like 10 years of that doing in my life, and I had yeah. enough. You're being very diplomatic about it. I love it. you you've built this thing in a way that is very legit. You've built it in a way that other places can respect, right? Once you get Croatia on board, which Croatia should get on board because you could sell it as, look, this is a tourism thing. Like, we're going to get a lot of people here. You should work with us. And then Croatia should build the area out around it. And then that becomes a destination. Mm. Yeah, of course. I mean, look at the Disneyland, right? It's also kind of separate country in Florida. Yeah, and it's probably one of the best uh, economically prosperous micro countries inside of United States or even globally. So, I mean, yes, in a way, you were referring to Disneyland. Like, Liberland could be very for doing business, but also for fun. And I would like to keep it's a destination. Part of it That's how it is. Yeah. It's not only is it a, a free country; it's a destination. Mm-hmm. And once once the people inside Croatia start understanding that it's a destination. Maybe the lights will go on and they'll go, oh, and then they'll have funds to maybe actually work with you and actually help pay for the development because you're going to create because you're creating something cool and special. It kind of reminds me of like in a a smaller uh, uh, version of like Singapore, where Singapore is its own country and it's its own city. It's just basically a city state like Singapore. There's no small towns in Singapore. It's Singapore. That's all. There's not a city in it. It's it is Singapore, Singapore. 
And so yeah, it's it's the same thing for Hong Kong or same thing for Monaco, right? And uh, right. Yeah. you know, then guess what? Like these are the most prosperous and uh, uh, the places yeah. with the with the highest happiness of, of the citizens at the same time. So it's 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 a good way to go, I believe. You yeah. know, when you You're look like this, around, the like, world, hey, this is the Web three new country. Maybe let's go. Like it's a destination. We create this sort of online place where people can go in the metaverse, make it really cool and sexy. And then there's the physical counterpart there where people have, you know, can interact. They have the, they're, they're a citizen, they have their certificate or they have their NFTs, they have access and then make that a really cool destinational part of the world. Cause it's a beautiful part of the world. Like that area over there is really beautiful. Like, Let I mean, me just didn't remind you, there is one kilometer beautiful sandy beach and, and a nice island as part of Liberland as well called Liberty Island. Huh. So nice. Oh, so that little that island there in the middle of the Danube, that's part of Liberland. That's part of Liberland, of course. Oh. How the hell did Croatia not say, hey, let's build resorts here. Let's call Hyatt. Let's call, right? Let's call Marriott. Let's build some resorts here. This beautiful beach property. Right. I don't know, man. It's a destination. They got to figure that out. It doesn't make any sense to me why they wouldn't jump on board, make this fun. Well, you know, for some reason, the, the, the system in, in Croatia basically pushed like half million people out of this region for, you know, for, for the reasons that are, are obvious. But, uh, but there has actually been half million people leaving this region while we are bringing seven or eight hundred thousand people back, at least online. Mm. The uh, the motto of Liberland is to live and let live, and not to be confused with the uh, the James Bond fiction "Live and Let Die." No, this is different. This is "Live and Let Live," and you actually have an anthem uh, that's called "Free and Fair." Are there are there lyrics to it, or is it just music? Is there uh, you know there is might... a Liberland national song? It's "Free and Fair." Yeah, and you can look it up. But then there also is an an anthem uh, which was. Uh, actually done by the one of the most famous Czech composers only a couple days after Liberland was established. So, that, that, you know, there, there are two nice um, musics connected to the foundation of Liberland. Nice. And Do you there, mind? There are like 20 other unofficial anthems. I'm, I'm going to, uh, we're going to play free and fair um, after the interview for, so everybody can hear it and, and we can get all patriotic. And, you know, if you guys want to go check it out, Liberland, L-I-B-E-R, L-A-N-D dot O-R-G is the website. You can uh, become an, an e-resident um, pretty inexpensively, or you can contribute and get merits, which I guess will, um, the, will are the merits going to be traded on the exchanges or is it a different currency? No, actually both things will be traded, but with merits, their, their merit utility is that you lock them and the locking basically equals to paying taxes. But we also have our social security system. So we'll be able to unlock 10% whenever you need to. And uh, and you basically get some welfare from Liberland as well. But you're literally selling your taxes or you're selling your shares inside of Liberland. Nice. Well, if we don't see you at the uh, floating man this year, then perhaps we'll see you in the, the metaverse uh, soonly which would be a lot well, of fun. Of course, you know, we would love to have you in the metaverse. Uh, and uh, I will make sure that you get the VIP metaverse tickets because the event this year is happening both uh, simultaneously in, in Liberland physically as well as in our metaverse. Mm-hmm. Nice. I have a question real quick. One final one before we wrap it up uh, is so I got the the basic resident, which was the $150 one. There's a $1,000 one, which is the gold one. And I think there's a $5,000 platinum one. If you say, for example, because I didn't really understand the whole thing whenever I, when I filled it out. And so I just, okay, I'll do the 150 one. Can I upgrade to the other one? And what's the benefits from upgrading to those higher levels? Is it that you earn more merit points or something? Well, you get to the 5,000 merit benchmark, which gives you the citizenship that gives you opportunity to become citizen with legal passport, but also opportunity to run for Congress. And, and be a political power inside. Oh, of my God. I want to run for Congress, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm to, I'm to, like Sir Lord Travis, right? Congressman of Lieberland. Like, hell yeah. <laughs> then I'm coming for you, Vit. I'm El Presidente. <laughs> I'm already starting. I'm already planning my coup. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh we'd love to have you and but, but that's what that's actually what i'm ex- expect most excited about this that we actually might get this 
kind of political fight. But can you imagine the big difference with the regular country where the best way to get something done is to bribe the politician and the best way to get something done in Liberland is to pay more taxes. How cool is that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is a much better. Well, yeah, it's a great system in, in theory. I'm, I wonder how the the global elites would actually flub that one up. Because, you know, because the thing is, is that as long as it was transparent and we knew that's I mean, I think that's more palatable for people. But what well, the system we have right now is thing is done, you know, on the on the on the back end on, you know, through various transnational corporations or where one country will give another country a big amount of funds. And then that country will then give big money back to the foundations of those politicians who sent that money. And so there's so much graft that goes on with politicians. And I was actually thinking this the other day of like, how cool would it be to have a system where we could literally just like invest in stocks or short stocks that that congress congressmen are are shorting or buying right because it's like oh nancy pelosi just bought this stock she probably knows something so let's go and buy that you know it's like all there on etoro yeah uh-huh right like a follow portfolio yeah (laughs) so much graft in in politics and if, if you can shed light on this and actually create a new system that more countries might you know sort of evolve into i think the better if we can get rid of sort of you know have actually have more transparency and accountability and get rid of all of this sort of back-end dealing from the shadow government is just that would be so good for humanity and maybe we could evolve and and not be so divided you know gonna have to call you sir lord congressman travis wright <laughs> That's good. If we actually had this kind of government, uh, you know, we would we were on Mars like 30 years ago if we started doing something like this at the beginning of, of last century. So I, I truly believe that the amount of energy that is being complicated by having political systems is enormous and we need to do. Well, that it sounds like uh, you have fatherly duties to take care of there and your bandwidth is kind of something about that Croatian bandwidth. We really appreciate you coming on today. Um, We'll have links in the show notes for everybody to go check out uh, the different stories around Liberland, the Wikipedia page, your LinkedIn, and also some links to uh, Rose Island, which uh, I was not aware of, as well as uh, Sealand. And uh, thanks, man. We appreciate you coming on today and look forward to seeing you in the metaverse. Oh, great. Thank you. Thank you very much, guys. It was a great pleasure. And I'm looking forward to see you soon. Kind of makes you want to get involved now, doesn't it? Kind of. I already did get involved. Yeah, Maybe but they need but to more. get involved now to go to Liberland.org. Take a look at that. Mm-hmm. Maybe if we had, ref- if we would have gotten a referral link and we could be like, yo, how many new citizens can we get you and then we get more merits and then boom we can become like you know the upper upper class of liberland <laughs> upper upper high class society and you become liberal ballroom notoriety liber lords <laughs> uh, <clears throat> we are liber i've got lords. big balls she's got big balls but we've got the biggest Balls of them all. <laughs> For those who don't know, that would be an ACDC reference from that the seventies. Yeah. Well, if you that is an actual song. Like that if, is. You're, if you're not old enough to know, then look up ACDC Big Balls. It's it's for real. Hilarious. Well, I remember the first time I heard that, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What? <laughs> <laughs> that is that is what you heard. You heard it correctly. All right. Well, thanks everybody for joining us today. We appreciate you here on episode 621, just as much as we appreciated you on 620. And we'll probably appreciate you on 622. That will be the next consecutive episode to come. I don't know. Way. My 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 appreciation is depre- depreciating. <laughs> what so is it's like every episode's a little less. Yeah. What, what is that going to lead to? Complete it's, deprecation? Well, see, there's, there's lots of decimal points. It'll be like 0. 0.00000 give a fuckoshi. Like, it's like so, <laughs> I was going to say one Satoshi of, of caring. 
Well, at least at least one of us cares. Uh, so you I guys love you got, guys. You know, you that. guys got girls, that you're awesome. going for it. Yeah, we'll catch you on the next episode. We did promise that we would play the uh, the national anthem for uh, for Liberland. So rather than playing you out with our standard music today, we will play you out with the anthem free and fair. Stay bad. Born from the river where the eagle flies The trees stand tall beneath the wide blue sky A brand new morning in a proud young land Where the rising sun we raise our hands Leave the land, our time is now With the east and west around so free and fair Sprung from the forest and the verdant green Fields and the meadows and the flowing stream Rushing towards a golden age In time unite Leave land, our time is now and west around Leave a land so free and fair Leave a land our time is now With the east and west around Leave a land so free and fair Who's bad? The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto, LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoin's and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor. Stay bad.